0: are listening to the final score podcast welcome in everyone coming down to the start of the high school football season uh, about a week away uh and uh, on the show this week is uh catoctin football coach uh, doug williams how are you coach williams
1: hey greg how you doing
0: i'm doing great man I'm, I'm looking forward to the start of the high school football season and every everywhere i go people are are saying hey watch out for catoctin this season catoctin's got a pretty good uh, team this season are, are are they right or or are are people telling me the truth?
1: Um. Well, we'll see. We'll See what happens. I mean, we got some good boys, and they've been working hard and been been being um well, um doing having good practices. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, you're 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 famous for telling me that. You you said it's too early to tell. That, that's what you always say at, at, at this time of year. Uh, why, why is it so difficult to tell and, and, and what can you tell? I mean, what, what, what do you know about your team uh, so far through a couple of weeks of practice?
1: Well, the reason why I say it all the time, it's so hard to predict the future. I mean, even if you have experience coming back and you have, you know, some talented players, uh, every year is different because you don't know how well the team is going to gel. Uh, how do they handle adversity? Uh, what happens with maybe injuries that hit, and especially small schools? Uh, you, you know, as well as I do, uh, injuries at a small school are, are can really change the season. So, so far, they've been working hard, and uh, uh, it's hard to tell in scrimmages, you never really know until you get into your first real game how your team will react um, to adversity and and um you know, how they handle the pressure. So every year is different. It's, it's it's never the same. So it's hard to make predictions.
0: What what do you know so far, though, through a couple of weeks of practice?
1: Well, I, I know this is a hard-working group. They're very coachable. They show up every day and, and try to get better. Um, there's no complaining. Um, that That's really encouraging for a coaching staff, though, when you have kids that don't complain and they work hard. And they don't make excuses, so uh, that's been real positive.
0: How has practice gone so far? Have you been pretty satisfied with with what the kids have been doing and what you've seen?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So far, it's been good. You know, we're in, uh, two weeks into the, into the practice, and we have our um, second scrimmage uh, tomorrow night. So so far, we're real pleased.
0: You, you bring a lot of kids back uh, from last season. I, I see a lot of familiar names on your roster, but but one of them that is no longer on your roster was uh, your quarterback last year, uh, a three-year starter quarterback, uh, Christian Michael. Uh, what will his absence uh, mean to your team, and, and how do you guys go about um, filling in that void? Uh,
1: well, you know, we play Christian Michael. Christian Michael is more than just a uh, three-year uh he was <laughs> decent player, <laughs> <Yeah, which, laughs> the week. Which backer, but Euros he were scared he's gonna get hurt. So we're gonna miss him more than just at the quarterback position. Um and he receives was, was a staple and that the kids looked up to, so uh, we we'll we'll miss him, that's for sure.
0: And your new starting quarterback this year is a man, uh, is, is a young man named Ryan Orr. Uh, he's a junior. Tell us a little bit about Ryan. Uh,
1: well, we're, we're uh, real excited about Ryan. Uh, Ryan was our JV starting quarterback. And at the end of the year, the season was over and we were in the playoffs. We moved him up and uh, he played uh, a time uh, in, in, in a few games. But he, we're excited. He's, he's, uh, he's smart. Uh, he's he got voted one of our captains as a junior. Uh, he has a real strong arm. So uh, we're excited to see how, how he handles the varsity season. So, here again, he looks good in practice and scrimmages, but you never know until he's at the varsity real game. But we're pleased with him, what we, we see so
0: far. I, I really thought one of the strengths of your team uh, last season, uh, Doug, was, was your uh, receiving core. Uh, you had some really good players there. Uh, Travis Fields, uh, uh, Mason Clark, uh, I I think uh, Jake Baker played running back, but I think he was able to catch some passes out of the backfield. So your passing game was a real strength uh, last year, and a a lot of these kids are back at receiver. Do you you expect it to be a strength again this season? Uh,
1: He's a real good receiver, too. You mentioned all those guys. Our receiving receiving core, uh, along with uh, with, uh, Kennedy coming out of the back, is is, is the strength of our team on offense, for sure.
0: Right. And uh, running back, uh, Carson uh, Sickery uh, really opened some people's eyes last year. Um, I I believe he was just a uh, sophomore last year, if if I'm not mistaken, right? Um,
1: That's right. he's He's a real nice running back, yeah. We're real excited to see how he does this year. Uh, he's, he's fast, uh, he has great vision, and he, he's very deceiving. So uh, we're, we're real excited about him this year too.
0: Right. So it seems like at the skill positions, uh, you have a lot of experience back, and you have a lot of talent back. So uh, so everyone should be pretty encouraged about how your offense might look.
1: Right. Potential, uh, both running the ball and running the ball. So. We'll, we'll see how the offensive line affects. how does
0: how does the defense uh, look so far
1: uh we're also pleased with the defense uh we have um uh we have returners coming back on defense too so uh, our know, experience uh have decent speed on defense which is real encouraging <laughs> so we been...
0: Uh, we're we're having a little trouble with your uh, connection, uh, Coach. So uh, let's 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 pause real quick and see if we can get that straightened out. We'll be back with Coach Doug Williams here on the Final Score Podcast. Doug, I had just asked you about your defense, and and you said you were pretty encouraged, but we didn't get a lot of that. So so finish your thought about how you feel about your defense uh, this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're real happy with the defense so far. Uh, um, you know, we have Jake Baker at nose guard, and uh, he's he's pretty dang on good. So uh teams are gonna have to be concerned with him. Uh so that's nice when you have a, you have a nice nose guard, and then we got some um guys run and then all those receivers play secondary and on the outside units. So uh defense will be our strength.
0: For as long as I've known you coach, you've all, you've always said that uh, to play football you need everyone on the team. It's not just about a couple of players. Um, of, of of course, during the course of the season, some players are going to get more attention than others. They're going to get the ball more. But but who are who are some of the unsung players on your roster right now that that will make real meaningful contributions that y- you don't hear their uh, names very often and and they might fly a little bit under the radar.
1: Uh, we got several guys. Uh, we have a, 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 a lineman, an offensive lineman, defensive lineman is one of our captains, Tyler Hawk. Uh, he never says a word. You don't even know he's there sometimes because so quiet. But he's a, he's a mainstay at uh, our offensive line position. Then we got uh, Jacob McIvane, uh, who we think can maybe play at the next level on offensive defense because of his size. Then we have an inside linebacker, uh, uh, Tony uh, taglin Nani. I um, always have trouble saying his last name. And then we got Cole Bowen who plays um, inside linebacker, and uh, and we have Derek Zep, who's a two-way uh, player on offense and defensive line, and Noah Force, who also could be a two-way player um, on offense and defensive line. And then we have Isaac Dawson, who uh, could be a two-way starter on the offense and defensive line. So those guys are our own heroes right now that you don't hear about.
0: And, and your roster, uh, you have a lot of seniors on your roster, but 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 yeah, yeah. It seems like you have a lot of juniors too. So it seems like you have a nice mix of experience and and some underclassmen too. They they could step into prominent and important roles for you in, in future seasons.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It's it's pretty split between seniors and juniors, so it's a nice it's a nice blend that you always like to have.
0: What 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 are you most encouraged about so far through what you've seen?
1: Uh, the most encouraging is is how well they um, uh, adapt. uh you know, with the crazy weather we've been having, uh, with rain and lightning, so we'd be outside, then we have to come inside, and complainers really show up then when you have to switch gears, and they never complain, so they're very uh, adaptable so far, uh, changing, and you got to be good at that in football because you know how the momentum changes very quickly in football. And uh when you have kids that don't complain and they just go with the flow um it, it, they they're going to be successful one way or the other and then and then they're coachable you know it's, uh it's, it's so important that that coaches do a good job of teaching, but then it also comes down to the players being teachable and uh listening and and adapting and changing and so paul it's it's so it's so it's so gray sometimes and you have to change things right even in the middle of practice. You draw up on on the chalkboard and then you, you draw it up in the playbook and then you go down to the field and then just little changes from year to year you have to make and kids have to be we, we, we preach to them over and over again, you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to change. And and you know that's what life's all about, eh? adapting to change in our world, same thing in football and they do a good job of that.
0: Speaking of adapting and changing, this is your twenty ninth uh, season on the job, uh, correct? You've been at Katoctin for for twenty nine years.
1: That's at Katoctin, twenty nine years. Yes.
0: Yeah. I, well, I mean, and then you coached previously before that at other places too. So your coaching career spans well over thirty years. In, in terms of yes. forty two years. Forty forty two years. Yeah, over forty years. Yeah. Um, in terms of adapting and changing. I mean, kids are different now than they, than, than they were maybe 10 to 15 years ago. There's, there's a lot more media out there, social media. They, have, they all have phones and various electronic devices. How have you sort of had to adapt and change your coaching style o- over the course of 42 years?
1: Well, I, I say this every year. On the inside, kids have not changed. Kids are the same today as they were 42 years ago on the inside. Um. But on the outside, it's changed dramatically. Uh, the the the, in, the the choices that kids have today of being able to choose what they want to do. I mean, you think about it, if they want to, they could stay home and stay in their room and be entertained for a long time. Well, in the olden days, that's not true at all. The kids got outside. Uh, they played games. They, they 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 played outside the whole time. And you know nowadays the some of the kids they don't come outside. So and then the social media is brutal. Social the you know, cell phones and Twitter and Facebook, all that stuff, in my opinion, is, is been negative, very negative to our youth today. And, and you in and, and,
0: and, and, and what way? In what way? What are the biggest ways it's been negative?
1: Well, because you know back in the old days, if a kid got bullied, he got bullied uh right to somebody's face It's the only way you could bully somebody went well, right. now you can bully somebody can hide behind their phone and and send out um messages and and bully people on the phone they can they can you know they can take a video of something and send it out to you know what thousands of people and and that's it's it's not good I mean it's not good I mean we have several police officers on our um, on our coaching staff, and it just tell us how bad it is out there with cyber bullying and and you know our kids are constantly being bombarded with social media is brutal so and, and then kids nowadays they got so many choices to do stuff besides sports, besides drama, besides being in school activity, they can do so many other things that that in my opinion aren't good um but the kids are the same on the inside. They're influenced on the outside by social media. And um, I, I'm, I'm really concerned with that. And we talk to our kids all the time about that. You know, be careful what you put on your phone. Be careful what you don't push send. Our big our big motto is don't push send because it can get you in tro- so much trouble that it can block your future and getting into college and getting a future job. So... On the out, on the outside has changed, but on the inside it has not.
0: Do you have a formal policy when it comes to phones and social media and stuff, or do you just encourage the kids to to just be, be on their best behavior and, and and just be smart about how they use the technology today?
1: Well, first of all, they're not allowed to bring their phones to to meetings, and uh, so they're not in. They don't have their phones in meetings, and but you know they, they you know in the locker room and all of that that they're fine there, but. We, we we especially our police officer really reminds them how dangerous your cell phone can be if you if you, somebody's video video, video you or you somebody else you know you can get arrested if somebody sends you a bad video and then you send it out they can get arrested too by just send resending the video so uh we're we're, we're trying to educate them on and man be careful how you use your phone and what you share with other people. So that we're just trying to educate them. I,
0: I think what you say is right. Uh, people haven't changed on the inside, but but the world, as you, as you point out, has changed so much around around all of us. Have you had to sort of adapt and, and, and change the way you connect with some of these kids who, as you point out, have all these choices today? I mean, they don't have to play football uh, to be active or, or to get outside and talk to people. Uh, to be entertained? Have you had to change the way you approach and connect with these kids?
1: Well, the only, the only, there's only a couple things, and, and what I mean with kids having not changed on the inside, Kids is that kids want to be encouraged. Kids want to be taught and coached. They want to be taught and coached. Kids want to be part of something. That's human nature. Everybody wants to belong somewhere to somebody. That's why they hadn't changed on the inside they want they want to know that you care about them you know we're not we're not just a coach coach next to those they want to know hey coach, you care about my family you care about my job uh, what do you think of my car um what do you think about my future that that's what hasn't changed on the inside uh, but on the only only one thing that changed on the inside is in the olden days when they first started coaching, you know once a coach said something you did it. Even if you didn't understand it, you just did it, and you didn't question it. Well, nowadays, kids want to know why do I have to do this, Coach? That's the, the the why generation, right? Yeah, they want to know why why do I need to do this. So that's the only thing we've really had to adapt is we have to explain to them everything we do. This is why you want to do what we're telling you to do. So that that's really my opinion. The only that's really changed on the inside.
0: How how do you think you've changed the most, and, or in what ways have you changed over the course of 42 years as a football coach?
1: Well, I've changed dramatically. Uh, uh, when I first started coaching, the only thing I cared about was, was winning. The only thing that mattered was winning. And uh, now, that I, I don't think that way anymore. Don't get me wrong. Uh, we work hard to win, and we want to win, and we like to win. But But now we're more... Concerned with having a, a relationship with each player. Every every player counts. Whether he's the number one player or he's the, the 35th player, the 35th player is just as important as the first player. He has a heart. He has a mom and dad. He has problems. He has a home life. Right, he wants to have a future. So, what's changed is, is the relationships. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, it was important back then, don't get me wrong. Uh, but to that now it's, that our focus as coaching staff is more on each kid as an individual. How can we help them? Uh, how can we get get them better? How can we get them through their world? Help them and just show them this is this is what you want. So it's it's been more personal now, whereas in the old days it was more about winning.
0: Do you generally feel like you're coaching roughly the same now as you did back then when when you first took the job?
1: Absolutely, it, 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 it's the same. It's the same coaching. Um, my right-hand man, Paul Dumars, he's been with me 29 years, so we're still coaching the same way. It's just we're more we're more focused on the kids as individuals now. That that that's basically what's changed. But everything else has been the same.
0: Uh, and, and you raised the concerns about technology and social media and stuff. But but do you do you think there are good qualities about it too, or do you mostly look at it as just all negative?
1: Uh, but, no, there's some good qualities too, but the, the temptation, the temptation in social media is, uh, is to me, is monstrous. So I, I think the negative outweighs the positive. But there's some there's there's positive stuff too, and we 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 try to send, uh, send out well, a couple of my coaches on the staff are uh, our tech body, So we we do our best to send out the good stuff that we that we're doing with our staff and program and kids. So there's some good stuff too.
0: Well, what do you think are some of the really good things about it?
1: I mean, when, 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 uh, when a kid helps, uh, another person, another family, um, uh, 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 when, when we're praying for another mom or dad that's sick or has cancer, uh, we, uh, you know, a, a kid goes over, uh, at a, um, at a, at a rest home, uh, and, and, and helps, uh, move furniture, or, or helps the neighbor, cuts the neighbor's long, an older person's long. You know, we we try to get that. Uh, raising money for camp here at our games, um, uh, we try to get that out.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're talking to Catoctin football coach uh, Doug Williams. Uh, let's steer the conversation back to football. Uh, last year, you guys were 10-2. Uh, and two. Uh, You were back in the playoffs for the first time since 2013. Uh, what, what did that mean to your kids uh, to, to, to be playing playoff football again?
1: Well, we... we, we Believe it or not, we take one game at a time. We don't focus on the playoffs. Uh, we, we believe in just the next opponents, the only thing that's important. So when we get to, we got to the end of the season, and uh, it was looking like we had a shot getting in the playoffs, it got real exciting. I mean, that's what everybody plays for, to get in the playoffs, see how deep you can go in the playoffs. So uh, that, that was very exciting for our kids to, to, you know, to play uh, two more games than you're supposed to play. So
0: that was that was awesome. Yeah, you you, you and then, won, and
1: then eventually played state champion. So that was very
0: cool. Yeah, I, I was I was going to say you, you you won your first round game against Boonesboro, uh, who you, who you had to beat twice last season. I mean, that's no small feat there. Well, it's hard to do. Yeah, and, and and then you went to play Fort Hill, uh, the the perennial state power, uh, state champions, as you say. And 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 they took it to you guys pretty uh, uh, in pretty good fashion. But but what do you hope your kids took from that experience? Uh, losing to Fort Hill last year in the playoffs.
1: Well, well, that's a heck of an experience uh, to go out and play at play Fort Hill, and then to go out and play at Fort Hill was an awesome experience. Except for the scoreboard, uh, it was an awesome experience. So now in the future. If the Lord allows us to uh, get into the playoffs, and we would happen to have to go through the western part of the state, uh, it won't be a, it won't be as a shock like like it is the first time you go there.
0: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, the playoff format has changed for this season. They've doubled the number of regional qualifiers. Uh, f- for a small school like you that is often fighting right on that borderline to get into the playoffs, that that was a really encouraging development, wasn't it?
1: I was oh yeah, we're all excited about the new playoff system. Uh, now, now you're who you playing your opponents during regular season doesn't mean as much as it did in the past. For example, two years ago we were eight and two and we didn't get in the playoffs. That's crazy. That 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 was craziness. Right. So, so so this new playoff system is very cool.
0: And, and how do you feel about the shortening of of the regular season to nine games? Too. I'm all
1: for, I'm all for it. All for it, man! I love the nine game schedule and get into the playoffs if you make it. So uh, I, I'm loving it,
0: and, and you like the reseeding, of course, uh, too after the first round, where the idea is to get the best teams to advance on and play in the state championship game.
1: That's absolutely, yeah. You think about it, uh, and to get out of you know if you got a, in Frederick County, this is the best county football in the whole state of Maryland. So you know when you when you can get out of Frederick County and be successful, well, that, that looks pretty good. But the same thing as people like Ford Hill and Allegheny, when they used to have to play each other again in the state championship, there were several years where both of them were so good, they should have both been in the state championship. Now that afternoon that, that is better.
0: Are, are you enjoying the job as much now as you always have, Doug? Has your passion well, waned for the job at all?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I'm enjoying it more now than ever because of the fact that I appreciate it. I appreciate more things now. And I, I was younger. I got too focused on trying to win and not appreciating one game at a time, one week at a time, one practice at a time. Each kid on the team, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the whole part of the coaching situation now. Everything is the fellow coaches and my assistant coaches and, and the school and the and student body and the band and the Clear leaders and the community is it, it's i appreciate things more nowadays
0: yeah you mentioned your staff i mean paul uh, dumars has been on your staff uh from the start really it could uh and, and a lot of these are familiar familiar guys to you that have been on your staff for a long time including your son uh quinn uh your son quinn is on your staff too and that, that that's got to mean a lot to you to have uh have uh, one of your children on, on your staff as well
1: oh man oh man what a blessing that is you kidding me that that's 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 a blessing that's for sure, that was straight from heaven. Man's awesome. Yeah, picked up on it. Good.
0: Yeah, uh And Catoct- uh, finish this sentence. Katoctin will have a successful season if what happens?
1: If if we play as a team and we have no individuals, we will be successful.
0: And and how do you feel about your schedule? I, I noticed that Walkersville is is back on your schedule this year.
1: Uh, Walkersville's gonna be real. I don't know how much you know about them. You probably do know about them. They're gonna be real good. I, I think they're gonna be the best team in the county myself. So uh, we got a challenge when we play them, you know. And then we're now playing TJ on a regular schedule. So uh, so we we gotta be ready to go.
0: Yep. And what what do you look? We're about a week away from the start of the season. What are you What are you looking forward to the most?
1: I'm looking forward to playing uh, Boonesboro. We've uh, Boonesboro has now become our rival. Heck, man, last oh, whatever, fifteen, twenty 20 years, uh, it's really because they're so well coached by Clayton Andrews and their kids play so hard. Um, we really look forward to playing Boons, bro. That, that's all we care about right now. And I, 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 I want to play them more than anybody else because right now they're, they're our main rival.
0: All right, Coach, uh, we, we, we wish you lots of success this season. Uh, Doug Williams, uh, longtime varsity head coach of uh, the Catoctin Cougars, entering his 29th season at the school, 42nd uh, overall as a football coach. Uh, coach, we, uh, I think you'll uh, have a fun time this season. Uh, you, your, your team looks pretty good. I know, I know it's too early to tell, as you would always caution me, But uh, but we really look forward to watching you guys play this season. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks, Greg. I appreciate that.
0: Okay. And uh, my thanks to producer uh, Graham Cullen uh, for producing the final score and all of you for tuning in. And uh, we will be back next week with our annual high school football preview show. We'll have uh, sports writers John Cannon and Joe Ferraro in here with me. And uh, we'll break down every team and uh, the upcoming season in general. So look forward to that. Until then, uh, we will see you back next week here on the Final Score Podcast.